Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon on Friday, December 17th, and this is news that you can use from YAA. And today we're doing something just a little different. There is no Zach today. It's it's the FNI goddess herself, Miss Kimberly Klein. It's, well, to quote Bill Withers and Grover Washington Jr. from Grover Washington's album, Wine Light from 1980. Kimberly, it's just the two of us. Would you it's happen to have that album to share with the you folks? Know, out wait, there? wait a second. Um, I remember that album. I think, oh, hang on a minute. This one? That album right there, featuring the Bill Withers song, Just the Two of Us. And that's right. It's just Miss Kimberly Klein and myself today. And if and if this goes really, really well, well, we could put Zach right out of a job. We uh, might. We uh, might do it, Ray. Yeah, I, I, I understand that, you know, one of the things that Zach likes to do at the beginning of the show is to say hi to everybody that's out there. So, Jordan, welcome to you. Justice, welcome. Space, a.k.a., well, it's really Mario. Phil's with us. Um, Igor's with us. I think I saw, yep, Melissa's in the house. Melissa! John, yeah, we, we've got we've got a, a Neil is here. We have our normal cast and crew. So, uh, Kimberly, for today's show, I, you know me, I don't really prepare. Um, I, I I rely entirely on my wits throughout the day, and uh, hopefully my wit won't let me down today. But I thought if it was okay with you, since you are indeed the F and I goddess of YAA, um, I thought maybe we could take a fairly deep dive into F&I, things like buy rates, um, what impacts them, uh, and why banks might compete on buy rates. So I thought I would rely on a little bit of your expertise. What exactly, when, when, when we in the business refer to the term buy rates, what, what are we talking about? Okay, let's do it, Ray. I love this. So buy rate, all right, let me back up. I'm a finance manager, I'm in my office. I have a customer that I'm gonna send a loan through a portal, typically called dealer track. Yeah. Um, and then to some banks that I know the structured is the structure of this purchase is going to fit well and pay me the most money. So that goes out to a few banks and it comes back with an interest rate on my little approval. That interest rate is called a buy rate. What happens next? So, so the buy rate is if I want to make sure I understand this, and I want to make sure everybody in the audience understands this. Yeah. So the buy rate is the uh, the approved rate for that customer. If if you wanted to actually give that rate to the customer, because it's up to your discretion as to whether or not the customer would actually get that rate. Since the customer isn't the one that submitted the application to that lending institution you were, you get to decide or share with them what their rate's going to be. The bank has said it's going to be X, and you can mark it up to Y if you would like. Right. And typically on 60 months, on a 60-month loan, 
most banks will allow you to mark it up two to two and a half points. Okay. On a 72-month loan or anything greater than 60 or 63 months, most banks will allow you to mark it up two points. So if the rate that comes over on that approval is 3.9, mm -hmm. what am I going to mark it up to? Uh, I'm guessing uh, you're going to go for the 6.4 because you're going to go to the, the full two and a half points on that 60-month note. On a 60-month note, yes. Yes. Um, so so that's what buy rate, and it's also what sell rate is. Okay, so yes. Please explain the, the difference. Terms. Yeah, the, the buy rate is what the bank said that customer qualifies for if you want to go to the lowest rate possible that you can get for them. The yes. rate that you use for the contract, uh, which is higher than that lowest rate possible, is what's known as the sell rate. So there's a spread from what you paid for the money to what you're selling the customer the money for. What happens with that spread? That spread goes into a pot okay. called the finance pot. Yes. And finance managers get paid off of that pot of money. Um, and I will tell you that let's let's take and it's a percentage. There's a yes. split. Okay, Ray. There's a split between the dealership and the bank. Um, so, for example, let's say you had a fifty thousand dollar loan and you did that at seventy two months. Okay. That's a lot of money, Ray. That's, that's a that's, lot of money. If you did a two point spread between the buy rate and what you what you the contract rate ended up being, uh, a two point spread on a fifty thousand dollar note would be, if I were to guess, three to four thousand dollars. I'm gonna say three thousand. Yes, three thirty so, five hundred again, depending on the split. Yes, and and the deal, and and the usual split is seventy percent to the dealership and 30% to the bank? Typical. That's a very typical split, and, but it does depend on the bank. Yes. It really depends on the bank. So so on that $50,000 loan, the dealership could be picking up an extra three to $3,500 in income just for having sold the money two points higher than what they bought the money for. And that is, right. and that's revenue. That's revenue. So let's add to that, Ray. Okay. Let's say for that same customer at $50,000 on a 72-month loan, I held two points or I yes. marked it up for two points. So let's say I made, I'm going to be conservative. Let's yeah. say I made $3,000 in the spread between the buy rate and the sell rate. Okay. Well, now the customer bought, I don't know, three products. The first one being a VSC, vehicle service contract. And as a finance manager, I might make $2,000. All right. Mm. So now we just turned that $3,000 deal into a $5,000 deal just on the finance side of things. This has nothing to do with what the sales department made um, at right. the agreed upon selling price of the vehicle. Right. And let's say... The customer got gap coverage, which is very important in today's market. And yes. let's say that they also got, I don't know, a, a dent and ding package. Okay. And let's say I made, um, again, I'm, I'm going to be conservative on this. Let's say I made $600 on each. 
So another $1,200. So now you're up to a total of $6,200 just on the finance side of things. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And yes. so that's a that's a good day. Now, let's say I've got many well, you know, of those. You know, for some folks, that would be a good month. <laughs> you are not kidding. Yeah. You are not kidding. So that's how money is made in the finance office. Okay. Now, let me, let, let me ask you another silly question. Um, so let's say you submitted the, the customer to bank A that gives you a 3.9% buy rate. Mm -hmm. And you decide, well, let me see what bank B might say. And maybe bank B says, well, we'll give you a 4.29% buy rate. And you go back to bank B and say, well, you know, bank A gave me 3.9. What can you do to better that? Will a bank negotiate with you and maybe then say, well, okay, we'll give you 3.69 or 3.79 to try and steal that loan from bank A? Mm -hmm. So Sure. Sure. And it, it, that's the relationship that a finance manager has with their buyers from these different banks. So um, absolutely, I can play one bank against the other. Uh I want to know, obviously, who's going to pay me the most. Yes. Is the spread going to be bigger with this bank? Is the spread going to be bigger with that bank? But what happens if a customer comes in and says, you know what, guys? I have 2.9 with my credit union. I think I'm going to go with them. Yes. Well, as a finance manager, that just changed everything, didn't it? It just changed everything. Now I've got a customer that kind of sounds like they know what they might be talking about. And I know that in order to get their financing, it, it, I just went from $3,000 spread maybe down to, I don't know, $300 at buy rate. Yeah, you might just have to take a flat. But I, I'm, yeah. But the flat is better than zero. The flat is better than zero. And here's a little secret. If I can... If I'm going to be giving away a rate at buy rate, yes. at least as a finance manager, I know that I might have a shot at product because who wouldn't want to throw in a product at such a low interest rate? Mm -hmm. Now, I can tell you that there were uh, probably three credit unions at the most that I couldn't beat no matter what. They were yes. killer. They always had the best rates. They were so good. But most of the time, a finance manager can beat the interest rate of a credit union. Do they want to? Depends on where they're sitting in their pay plan. Yep. But if I'm going to give away that 2.9 buy rate, at least I know I have a shot of that customer financing in some products. Uh, let, let me ask you a silly question. When, for instance, um, manufacturers offer 0% interest for 60 months. And, you know, the customers know about it because, well, I don't know, the manufacturers all over TV telling the world about it. Um, mm -hmm. And as a finance manager, you, finance managers, tend to hate that because all they get is a flat that might only be a $100 flat or a $200 flat for, for placing the loan because, well, you know, the, the lending company isn't making any money on it. So it's right. costing them $100 or 200 to pay you for having having processed the paperwork. 
Um, so I know f most finance managers I worked with hated that. But the one thing I would think that as a finance manager you would love about that is the fact that you could then say to a customer, well, you know, there's no extra interest when you buy this dent and ding protection or this tire and wheel protection. You are buying it for straight um, retail or, you know, what, what, what we sell for. There's no upcharge. There's no interest that's going to be paid on that. Um, your life just became so much easier when it comes to selling that because there's no interest charge. Right. And so a good finance manager is going to present the products as they must do to 100% of the buyers in such a way that they show them the value of said product instead of cramming it down their throats. Let me show you the value of it. And yes, you can do this at 0%, which kind of leads us along to, do you want to see payments? Or do you want to know how much each of these items costs? <laughs> yes. So it's really great that you can finance these products in, but maybe not so great if your vehicle service contracts costing you $4,000. It's so not so good. So you, you get the, you get to sell the product and include it with 0% financing when that's available. Um, and you use that, uh, most good F&I people will use that to their advantage to never really explain what the cost of each item is. Now, if I may, typically in finance, what would you say on, on say, a vehicle service contract, the typical markup would be on a vehicle service contract, percentage-wise? A typical markup on a vehicle service contract is going to be anywhere from $1,100 to $3,500. So 200 to 300%. Yes. Markup. So if it, yes. if it costs, if it costs the dealership a thousand dollars for that, that vehicle service contract, it would not be unreasonable for the dealership to say it's 2995. Absolutely. $2,995. And meanwhile, they're making, they're making two grand on yes. that thousand dollar warranty. You got it. That's pretty normal. That's pretty normal. Tire and wheel, if tire and tire and wheels, probably one of the, one of the best buys in F and I, uh, because typically uh, the markup, even if it even if it costs the dealership eight hundred and you're and selling it for sixteen hundred dollars, the cost of tires and wheels today are so damn expensive that if you were to use it once or twice, you will have gotten your money's worth out of it. But Typically, something like that would be double the, the uh, cost of mm -hmm. the item? Yes. Usually double, maybe maybe not quite that much. Okay. Maybe right under. Okay. So if it costs a dealership $800, you might be selling it for $1,400 or $1,200, yes. something like that. But there's yeah. still a sizable markup in it. There is still a sizable markup in it. And okay. I mean, the biggest key here, Ray, is that it is 100% up to the finance manager as to how much they mark these products up. And so that's why you get it for one price. And mm -hmm. the next guy that comes in negotiates that price and gets it for a much different price. price. And, and that's what a lot of people don't realize is that all of these products that are offered in the finance department, 
are negotiable. And, sure are. and if you're financing them, you don't want to just know how it impacts your payment. You want to know what the cost of each one of those items would be so, sure that, so that you could then figure out how it might impact your payment. Um, I, I want to ask you a question, and this isn't anything that we talked about before the show. Oh, uh, no. Well, um, <laughs> but, but I think you can handle it. Have, okay. you, have you ever heard in in all your years of doing what you did in, in the automobile industry, have you ever heard of a finance person saying to a customer, well, you know, if you were to take this warranty, mm. I would be able to lower your interest rate. Oh. Have you ever heard of a, of a finance person saying that or doing that in order to help close the sale? I certainly have. Um, is that yes, a, I have. Is that a legitimate way to do it? No, no, it really is not, Ray. It is not. Now there is one case. Yes. One case only, and where yes, there is truth to that statement, and that would be on an LTV. Um, not so much LTV, but on a loan limit. Let's say you're yeah. at uh, you're at twenty five thousand dollars, and you're at buy rate. But the lender has a large loan discount starting at $30,000. Mm -hmm. So if I can get you to finance more, get some products in gotcha. there, I legitimately can get you a lower interest rate via buy rate because the lender provides that to me. Gotcha. But that's it. That's it. Other, otherwise, that, that they're, just, they're just really saying to you, you know, if you buy product, I'll lower the rate. Oh, if you God. don't buy product, I'm keeping the rate where it is, even though I could give it to you for that rate I just offered it to you for if you buy more. No, you and, cannot tie products to interest rate. Well, you no. shouldn't, but but it happens often. It does happen, yes. Yeah. It does and, happen. And it's and it's unfortunate. Um, if let me ask you another silly question. We're we're in the finance office. And the customer really kind of sort of likes some of the things that you're showing them, but they don't want to finance them. Can they either pay cash or, or put them on a credit card? That is such a great question, Ray. That is such a great question because, yes, they certainly can. They sure can. Put them on a credit card. Um, it will show on your purchase order and your contract as money down. Yes. Okay, so you're paying for it. It's kind of like paying for taxes, tags, and title. That's going to show as money down. Yes. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Great question. People don't realize that you don't have to throw everything into the loan. Well, and and you know, if if you're getting something other than zero percent interest, yeah. You know, if you're if you're at three point nine percent, well, you're paying interest on the money you borrowed to finance yes. those products. So if you pay cash for those products, then you're just paying for the products and you're not paying interest on top of it as well. So there's a, there's a little way if as a customer, you're interested in some of these things, you can actually purchase them and mitigate some of your interest charges uh, that you would have on your normal car loan. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and if I could say this, as I've said it so many times before, that these products in a manufacturer dealership are not bad products. 
there are one or two that I dislike. Yes. And they are the ones that have been taken out of the finance office and put on the front end, like a theft kind of thing. Not a fan of that. But products like a VSC or gap coverage or tire and wheel, I've used, my son has used. I know a lot of people that have used that product. Um, these administrators out there that only contract with dealerships, mm -hmm. they have to jump some major sales hoops to get their feet in the door yes. of a dealership to have the privilege to sell their products, to have their products sold in the finance office. So they have to be a certain standard. They're not going to go in there and sell absolute crap on a brand new car because then everybody has problems. The general yes. manager, the salespeople, the finance people, the service department, everybody, and nobody wants that. So, again, it's not that they're bad products. It's just that we want you to be able to understand these products, the contracts, the cost. Get ahead of it. And and to know that they're there. And I, we keep using this term, whether it be on interest rates or even on the products, that there is a spread between what it costs. And when we talk in spread, okay, you know, Nutella is a spread. Uh, cream cheese is a cream schmear, cheese is a schmear. Um, um, but in finance, the spread is the difference between either what the product costs the dealership and what it's sold for, or what the interest rate that that the dealership gets and what they sell that interest rate to the customer for. And so we want you to be aware that there is a spread between all of those items. Now, you got it. Okay, um, one of the things that, that in finance that you know better than most is the proliferation. Oh my God, that's a big word for Prolifer Wait, stop. Yeah. Let me look yeah. Proliferation. proliferation. Uh, you know, I'm a okay. college dropout. What can I tell you? Um, of, of products that are available for sale in the finance department. And I know you you have some interesting information about what was it, a dealership in Florida that, that did something yes. a little different. What, what was that? I was reading um, an article in Automotive News recently about a dealership in Florida that has cut down their number of products. They find that by selling fewer products, they're doing much better. I'm a fan of this. There's a lot behind the scenes that goes into it, and they're probably making more money this way. But, okay, let me ask you. I have a question for you, Ray. Okay. Because everybody's different this way, I, I feel. If you're standing in the grocery store and you're looking at a product that you want, are you the kind of person that wants to have many choices of that product? Or are you the kind of person that, wow, I wish I only had, like, three decisions to make, it would be so much easier. Um, well, do I want to go to a, to a full service grocery store or do I want to go to an Aldi where I, if, if I want peanut butter, I have one, one peanut butter I can choose from uh, me. Yes. I, I want to go to the full service grocery store. Um, uh, that's just me, but, but I understand the concept when it comes to finance products, because th the truth of the matter is, um, that if if the amount of products you have to convey to the customer in a sales pitch, and that's really what it is, um, yeah. if if the the list of those products is way too long, then 
at a certain point, you've, you lose the customer altogether because it, the, the process j just drags on too long. Bingo, which is, yes. Which is why that dealership in Florida said to themselves, you know, the products that have a very low penetration percentage as, as far as people buying, we're not even going to offer them anymore unless somebody asks for it because we know that we're losing our the customers who want to buy stuff because we presented them with too many. Right. Items. Yeah. So, so I, I get where you're going with, you know, do I, do you want three choices or do you want 30 choices? And yes, in that case, I, I'd probably only want the three. <laughs> what I don't know about yes. this article and about this dealership in Florida is I don't know because they didn't say, did they take those products that weren't selling so great and stick them on the front end and they're making you buy them, which frosts our cookies. Yes, it does. Right? Our collective cookies. Our collective community cookies. <laughs> uh, yes. And it's Christmas time and yeah. there's lots of cookies. Yes. Lots that could be being frosted right now. So, yes. you know, I don't know that they didn't disclose that. Um, and they rearranged their pay plan in such a way that they have lost uh, what they call big time sellers, national top sellers in their F&I department. And I think in sales as well. So it really, there's a lot it didn't tell me. What it did tell me is that they just cut down on the number of products. I'm a fan of that. I'm a big fan of that. I, I know one of the things you and I did discuss uh, prior to the show. And, and folks, when I say we discussed it prior to the show, I'm talking like, I don't know, a minute or two before I tried yeah. to figure out how to hit the go live button. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, we didn't spend a lot of time on this, but but I can kind of sort of envision in the future with where we're hearing more and more about subscription items within yeah. the, the software items. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think that that there will be different products that will be able to be sold in F&I? Um, for instance, one of the things that you and I discussed was there'll always be vehicle service contracts. Okay, mm -hmm. which are basically mechanical breakdown protection in, in, in case you have issues like that. Do you think at some point somebody's going to design a program for software failures and things of that nature uh, that we could see because they're going to more and more subscriptions? Because if it's a subscription item and it fails, what happens? How, how do you get it handled? And, and, and will there be insurance products to cover that? Wow. That, what a great question. Okay. The reason that software products um, and connectivity are not covered in an extended warranty of today is because it's unseen. The connection between your vehicle and that satellite is unseen. So I don't know who's at fault here. Is it your car? Is it the satellite maybe? So those things aren't covered are they going to come with warranties in the future, these subscription services? Wow, what a great question. Um, I sure hope so. And my, yeah. here's another thing. Will people be able to negotiate the price of those subscription services like they can in the F&I office on products currently? You know, um, I, I would say... If, if the subscription is set up by the manufacturers, for instance, Toyota is going to be doing it with the remote start on their key fobs, where mm -hmm. it's, it's either $8 a month, and, and I'm not real good at math, but that's $96 a year, or yep. you could buy it 
for $80 for the year. And so you get like 12 months for 10 months. Um, if it's set by the manufacturer, then I, you wouldn't be able to negotiate it per se. Now, if it's, if, if it's set up in the finance office, right. To, to, and if the customer doesn't realize that, that Toyota says it's $8 a month, but the people in the finance department say, you know, it's $16 a month. But if if you buy it up front, we can get it for you if, at $12 a month. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, who's, who's to say? I'm really interested to find out how this is going to go. And I'm also interested in how many subscription services are going to come out. Well, lots I, of them I foresee. Yeah, it's when you realize the amount of revenue that these manufacturers are projecting that they can get from selling these software subscriptions and updates. Um, Stellantis is thinking that it's going to turn into a $23 billion business above and beyond B, what they make selling cars. Yeah, B with, yeah. And, with and exactly. And and you see Toyota going into it and, and the others. I mean, they see this as, as a low cost way to be able to generate huge sums of, uh, of income. Oh my God! I see Zach in the background. Huge sums of income. Um, there he is. <laughs> well, look at that. I got. I got me a. I got me a holiday kiss. <laughs> you did. You did. Oh, that's so um, sweet. So, so it it it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. There's one last thing that I want to go over because we're we're coming up on 30 minutes. Believe it or not. No way. Yeah, I'm telling you. 20... Can I just say something? Yeah. I'd like to say something really quick. Yeah. What I foresee on these subscription things will be upsells. Yes. In the finance office, there's going to be extra stuff. I just know it. They'll figure out a way. I mean, because like oh, if it's yeah. $80 a year, you know, they're going to go, well, you know, if if you sign up for six years, you know, I can get that down to $70 a year for you or whatever. But there'll be ways that they're... it's going to be something. Yes. Yeah. Now, here was a little something that I thought of. Uh, for our community members out there who might be leasing cars, you and I did discuss this briefly before the show. Um, okay. Of for those people who have a lease car. Oh yes. Whose lease is coming due, um, and and you don't want to buy it out at the end. And I don't know why you wouldn't, because like if I said to you, um, if you give me, if you give me um, sixty five hundred dollars right now. Um, I'll show you how that's worth $10,000 in 30 seconds. Cuz uh-huh because you could make you could make 35% real quick. And and that real is what, if you if you were to buy out your existing lease right now, you're yes. buying it for about 35% below what market value really is. But if you don't want to buy it, if you have no need for it, don't just turn it in to a dealer create a bidding war and here's what i mean for instance if you have a gm product they won't they won't allow a third party to pay it off other than a gm affiliated dealership so yep. so in most big cities there are any number of 
GM represented branded dealerships, whether it be Chevy or Buick or GMC or Cadillac. And they're all in need of good quality used cars right now. I would, if it were me, I would contact mm -hmm. a multitude of those dealerships and say, I have X, my lease is coming due. Um, you, you, I'll, I'll be more than happy to turn the car into you depending upon how much money you want to give me for picking your dealership as the place to turn it into. What do you think of that idea? I think it's fantastic. And a lot of people, here's the thing, uh, it, through my experience, a lot of people don't realize that they don't have to turn their lease into the via, to the dealership they purchased it from. They do not. That's, the, that's 101 right there. So now that you know that, and you know the new rules that GM has set upon you for your lease turn-in or trade-in, um, yes, get a bidding war going. Take it in your hands. Take control. You've got control of this. And, and contact a bunch of GM dealerships. Well, this one over here is giving me this. This one over here is giving me this. What are you going to do? Yeah. Now, I think I'll go over here to this dealership. I mean, take take control. Take the reins on that. It, either way, the dealership is still going to be paying less for the car than they would have to at the auction right now. And yep. at the auctions, the quality of the cars is not going to be anywhere near the quality of most lease turn-ins. So it's it's a way for people to finally be able to take advantage of a situation uh, that normally wouldn't wouldn't they wouldn't have i mean because they wouldn't have and yeah the the, the residuals well, are typically less than what the the value is or more than what the value is and this is the opposite of that absolutely and quite frankly people feel a little bit out of control i have to give a shout out to nick who i had a consult call with this morning who said he just had double hip replacement surgery and he would much rather go through that again then be out shopping for a vehicle <laughs> in this market. So um, there's to you, Nick. Wow. Um, so this is a, yes, what a great idea, a great way to take control in a market that feels like it's very much out of the consumer control. Yes, but but we at, at YAA will always try and come up with different ways that we think can benefit you as the consumer as opposed to well, the dealerships. Believe it there or not, Kimberly, we have been on the air for 34 and a half minutes. I can't. I okay. can't even believe it. Now, it's 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 a little over a week before Christmas. So please, everybody, okay. uh, be kind. Be kind. To everyone out there, get your Christmas shopping done. Um, and and just yeah, make the next the next week just the best week so that you can really enjoy Christmas a week from tomorrow. Yes, with your loved ones, with your family. You don't have to buy gifts, make gifts, handmade gifts are, are meaningful. Um, I know, you know, this economy is kind of wild right now. So don't just, just enjoy your family. Yep. Enjoy your friends and your family. There you go. Um, treasure them. Treasure them. A hundred percent. Yes. A hundred percent. And like you said, be kind. Yep. Be kind. Even to the finance manager at the dealership. Even, even to the people that aren't kind to you. <laughs> yes. Kill them with kindness. 
Exactly. Oh well, my Kim gosh. Kimberly, I want to thank you so much for spending, um, well, almost 30 minutes with me. Yeah. And we did thank it. You, I, I think Zach could be out of the job. You did it. Well, I think we, we're going to push him out. Yeah, we did it. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed our time together today. I did too. Thank you so much, Ray. And do you know where the end stream button is? I'm about to hit it. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.